Hey, welcome back to Gigi Said. My name is Gigi Neal. And yes, if you are a Spotify user, now you get to see me as well as hear me. So if you don't have a Spotify account, you need to go ahead and pick it up. I think they still have the free version. Um, you can pay for the premium if you want. But you can definitely get the free version. Uh, the free version just has ads included. So yeah, make sure y'all follow me on Spotify so y'all can see me. I know you can see me because I can see you. Keith! Um, Let me know what movie I got that from. If you know what movie I got that from, tell me. Tell me. Because I bet you can't. Not off the dome. Because y'all ain't seen that movie as much as I've seen that movie. This was back in the DVD era. Anyway... I'm just here. I'm excited. I'm excited because this is this first of all the beat. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about it? I look good. I feel good. I smell good. Baby. I'm excited for this new era in my life. Um, I came across a TikTok video the other day. I don't have my phone right now. My daughter has my phone. You know, got to keep her entertained while I record. So, but um, this young lady that I follow on TikTok, she she always does like, you know, more spiritual videos. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? The real, real bitch. Um, TikTok, spiritual. I don't, she talks about like things that she experienced that honestly a lot of us like we may go through it at different times during our healing journey and our spiritual journey but baby we all go through it and what she talked about um yesterday hit the nail on the head for me because that's exactly what i'm going through right now um she was talking about how before you get to the love and light which i hope i need to go back and look at her uh look at her tiktok so I can get the name, so I can put, you know, give her credit in the show notes. Let me go back and write that down. But anyway, she was saying how before you get to like the love and light stage of, you know, everything just, you know, you just knowing that you're abundant and everything is going to work out and you're always going to have everything you need. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like you're never going to be lack. Like before you fully transition from that scarcity mindset, you're going to go through the struggle point of knowing that, you know, these are man-made constructs like money and time but still needing these things to survive in the current realm that we in and that is the phase that i'm in right now it's like knowing that it's like i know that i'm abundant i know that i have everything that i need within me i even have everything that i need outside of me like i'm rich the money just ain't hit my account yet you feel me like, I know all of these things, but when you're still having to deal with, like, okay, money and everything is not real, you know, everything, is, all this in the society is a man-made construct, right? But if I don't get no money, I ain't going to be able to pay for this. I can't pay for my roof. I can't pay, you know, my bills and things like that. So it's like even though I know I technically don't need it, 
I do need it. You know, it's just, it's just this face. And it, and it really is frustrating when you get to this point because it's like what you're trying to match what's going on on the inside to match your outside. But what I'm going through right now, this transition in my life, I think that is the direction that God is pointing me towards. He is literally creating, he's destroying certain things in my life so that the outside will start to match what's on the inside. So it's like, now I'm able, now that, you know, I no longer work my old job, I'm getting ready to start a new job um, next week. But I know now I have the ability and the time to focus on this, to focus on my dreams, to focus on perfecting my craft, to continue building this community you know what I'm saying, of people, because I know I have, like, message, I have, like, I'm a teacher, but I ain't got the license for it, like, I, I don't, I'm not a teacher that teaches in schools, I'm a teacher that is really just for the people, you know what I'm saying, in the community, in the community, I think a part of my purpose is using my voice, one of the things that I've been insecure about is to use my voice to spread knowledge and wisdom to other people and to get people to see things you know from a different perspective and from all perspectives and really to enlighten people and to open their minds up and to open their worlds up the same way mine has been one thing that i have definitely been fortunate enough to say that i've had since i was a child is the ability to be open be open enough to accept different perspectives and it's like I don't know why people think acceptance is equal to agreeance or you like it something like you can accept something without necessarily agreeing with it you know like just because I may not like I, I was about to use a harsh example I was about to say just because I don't like the fact that you're a crackhead you know, I can accept the fact that you're a crackhead if you have no intentions on getting off crack. But, you know what I'm saying? I don't agree with it, but I accept it. I accept you. You see what I'm saying? I accept you for who you are. I accept you for how you are. Regardless if I agree with it or not. You see what I'm saying? It's, you know, I be coming up with random ass examples like that, and it may seem like, Harsh, but not really harsh, but you know, whatever. Um, in other news, um, I did want to talk about like the story I saw about the bodega worker who ended up, you know, stabbing a she ain't even no damn customer. So, anyway, if you don't know what happened in New York. Um, there was this lady who went in the store. She tried to pay for a dollar bag of chips for her daughter with an EBT card. And the card kept declining. So the man told her that the card declined. She asked him to try it again. He tried it again. All of this is on video, by the way. So I don't know if the video, because the video was pretty graphic. So I don't know if the video was still out there, if they done took it down by now. But um, 
he she got upset after he told her that her card was still declining she got upset started making a big ass scene in front of everybody cussing this man out literally lied and accused him of snatching the bag of chips out of her daughter's hand and was talking about how she was gonna go get her man girl her man her man her man she was gonna go and get her man to come up here and f him up and do all this and that right so he so she goes and gets her boyfriend i'm giving y'all kind of the short version uh basically from what i saw um she goes gets her man her man comes and he goes behind the counter that was the biggest first of all the biggest no-no that she was doing was starting to make a scene and accusing this man of doing stuff that they don't do as somebody who used to work in customer service uh, for five and a half years dealing with customers for a long time i seen firsthand plenty of times people will purposely come up to your job they will lie they will start they feel like if they cause a big enough scene you will give them what they want whether it's something for free whether it's a discount or, or even a gift card or, or a refund or whatever whatever it is that they're seeking they feel like if they make a big enough scene they'll get exactly what they want out of you because you are not going to want them you're going to want to stop them from causing that scene so you're going to do whatever you got to do to get their ass up out of there but unfortunately it don't always go like that depending on who the worker is because the type of worker i am i don't give a damn how big of a scene you make baby if you ain't putting your hands on me i'm not moving shit if i said no then the answer is no you can go and talk to whoever you need to okay you can talk to your god you can talk to the managers his manager her manager they manager i don't give a damn who you talk to the answer is still no now if they want to come down and give it to you they can give it to you but i'm not giving you shit because what you won't do, and that is something that I prided myself on the entire time I was in customer service, one thing that you won't do is come up here and think that you can disrespect me and talk to me any kind of way and still get what you want out of me. Because I will turn your ass around altogether. All now, had that man gone off on her, I feel like he would have been well within his rights. Because, come on, is it, then it's a dollar bag of chips. Had you handled yourself better had you you know what i'm saying They're like oh man uh, i'm so sorry i can't you know what i'm saying if you would have just just been more pleasant about it the man probably would have gave your ass the chips girl it's just a dollar bag of damn chips like i don't think the business is gonna crumble over a dollar bag of fucking chips that's crazy so anyway the boyfriend comes and he goes behind the counter He's literally putting his hands on this man. And you can see in the video, like, the man the man is 61. The bodega worker, he's 61. And he was not trying to fight this man when he initially, when the, when the boyfriend initially came and started putting his hands on him. He literally fell back in the chair and kind of balled up. He was not trying to fight this man. He kind of got pushed into a corner because the man, he wouldn't stop. He wouldn't stop. He put his hands on him again. He got up out the chair. And the man put his hands on him again, and that's when, you know, he grabbed the knife and he did what he did. And I don't feel bad at all because you just put your man in a position to literally lose his life. That man lost his life behind a dollar bag of chips and a fucking lie. You lied and said that he snatched the bag of chips out your daughter's hand. I saw both videos that they put on the internet, and neither one of them showed him snatching anything out of anybody's hand 
And my thing is, and then that man went, he went to jail. He was in jail for like six days. His bond was 500000 to begin with. And then um, the judge ended up lowering the uh, bond to 50000 And then he was able to get bonded out. And I just, they need to lock her ass up. Point blank, period. They need to lock her up. I don't know if they could charge her with accessory to murder, but they need to charge her with something. Something. Something more than disturbing the peace, because she did way more than that. She did something that cost this man her life. And then on top of that, another detail that came out. Oh, sorry. I'm saying sorry to y'all. Like, anyway, another detail that came out was that she actually pulled out a knife during the scuffle, and she stabbed the bodega worker a few times. He had to sit in jail for almost a whole week with wounds that went untreated he said he put um hot water on him when he could but his wounds got infected he had to sit in jail for a week with infected wounds like it, imagine being 61 and you just a regular ass day at work a regular day at work turns into a fucking nightmare a straight nightmare it ends with you not going home to your family but it ends with you going to jail in handcuffs all because you was defending yourself and my thing is had that man had he let the boyfriend kill oh excuse me unalive him like what what would like I, stuff like this makes me upset because it's like damn if you do damn if you don't but i do not feel any type of way about what happened to the young man I'm sorry to his kids if he has kids I'm sorry that they have to grow up without their dad like I don't wish that on anybody but I also think like us women this is I'm just gonna speak to the women right now Women who are like this, I remember there was an incident at one of my old jobs where a girl lied and said that um, a manager threatened to slap the shit out of her and she called and told her dad that lie and he came up there and went behind the counter trying to fight the man and all that and that situation could have ended horribly. Thankfully it didn't, but I just really want to know what goes on in the minds of people who create this type of chaos. Like, do y'all get off on stuff like that? Do y'all seriously get off on, I think people, some people do get off on other people risking their lives to defend them, feeling like somebody gonna fight for their honor, they gonna die for their honor, or, or unalive somebody for their honor. Maybe it's never that deep, especially not over a dollar bag of damn chips. Something that, like I said, had you handled it differently, the man probably would've just gave y'all the fucking chips. It is, it's upsetting if I was the, um, the, I think, I can't even remember the name, man's name. I think his last name is Alba, something. I can't remember. But girl, I, mm, <laughs> I would have been too upset, like too upset. If I was his family, you know, any of his family members or even a close friend, like I would have been so upset and I would feel so bad. Like I do feel bad that he even has to go through all of this. Like, I can't imagine. Like, you just going to work. You're just trying to make a living. And now you're literally fighting for your life. Because somebody's EBT card declined? You knew you didn't have a dollar on there 
before you walked into that damn store because anybody I know, you know what I'm saying? Because we used to get, I used to get food stamps, baby. I'm on the phone. I'm constantly checking that balance, baby. I was constantly checking that balance. So it ain't no way in hell you can't tell me that this lady did not know prior to swiping that card for those bag of chips that she did not have enough money on there to cover the cost of those chips. She went in there thinking that if she caused a big enough scene, the man was just going to give her what she wanted. And because he did not offer to just give her the chips, he just kept telling her that the car declined. She decided to take it up a notch and start accusing him of snatching the chips out her daughter's hand and saying, oh, my man gonna come up here and do this and do that to you. And your man went up there and lost his life behind some foolery. It also makes me like, it makes me feel like, like, it makes me think about the position sometimes that we put our men in, the men that we love the most, because it's like, I would never put somebody that I love in a position to potentially get hurt or, or lose their life over something that's not serious. If I ever go to any man in my life and tell them, oh, this man did this to me, best believe they, they, you know me, you're already going to know. I'm not even the type to go to other people expecting them to fight my battles. Whether I win or lose, I fight my own battle before I run to somebody else. And then if I do come to you, ask you for help, best believe I'm telling the absolute truth. There, there will be no lies told. Because if something tragic happens, I don't need that shit on my conscience that I had you go up there and put yourself in harm's way over a lie maybe it's just me maybe it's just me but whew, girl that was a lot that was a lot now recently i did a review um on p valley i'm switching gears i don't care i did a review on p valley and one thing that i purposely um skipped over talking about that i'm going to talk about here is like the homophobia which when i first i just started watching the show recently before season two came out because i didn't have um stars for a while i had canceled my membership girl stopped paying and all that stuff but anyway when i first started watching the show i already knew i just knew just from seeing what people was posting about it on social media that this would be the type of show that would get especially the black community oh girl it would get you in an uproar get you in an uproar because all the homophobes it, 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 and it's amazing to me because it's always the people that's homophobic that they be the first ones tuning in they be right there tuned the fuck in and i'm talking about they gonna watch it all from the get from the first second from the opening credits to the last Y'all gon' it kills me how y'all will go out of your way to be hateful towards people. If you don't like the show, if you feel like, oh, the gay scenes is too much, it's too much. If it's too much, stop watching it. It's so many other shows out there to watch that have only heterosexual couples. There's so many other things that you could be watching besides P-Valley. But no, a lot of y'all are criticizing for one because, let's be honest, a lot of y'all got hidden secrets your damn self. So it's like when somebody is, is putting that truth out there right right in your face, you feel hit. And because you haven't done the work that you needed to do within yourself, 
you feel like you gotta spew hatred towards those people because they're just living in their truth they literally just being who they are why is it so offensive to see somebody just be who they are unapologetically and not why y'all can't just let people live Y'all want people to walk around being exactly the way you want them to be. You want them to look the way you want them to look. You want them to talk the way you want them to talk and dress the way you want them. Well, he a man. He ain't. I don't give a fuck. A lot of y'all homeboys is gay. Just be honest. A lot of y'all homeboys that stuck up y'all homeboys ass 24-8. I'm talking about y'all do everything together besides wash your ass. A lot of y'all be, you know what I'm saying, bumping coochies in the dark. So I don't, the homophobia to me, and I know I have been, I have been, since I was like in middle school, I can remember. I've always been the type of person that would like call people out, um, even before I knew what the word homophobia was. I would always like, call people out on saying shit about gay people especially people that even had gay friends because I'm like how can you call yourself being friends with somebody who's a part of that community but you're downing the people in that community and don't try to ostracize them and say oh well they different no they're not they're still a part of this community that you tooting your nose up at and feel like you so much better than just because of who they are and who you are and straight people ain't that much damn better the first thing women want to talk about when, oh, I don't want to be with a bisexual man because of the diseases, diseases. Baby, the straight man, your baby daddy done went back and bought you back four STDs. He done had about two different outside babies. Like, mm, you worried about a bisexual man when you need to be worried about a straight man that won't stop cheating on you because he act like he can't control what's in his pants. He act like he can't control himself because... The, Y'all, y'all got so much learning. So many of y'all got so much learning to do, which is why I'm so proud of those of us who are doing the work to unlearn a lot of shit. Because I can admit that I have said and thought a lot of ignorant ass shit when I was coming up. And then when I got older and I realized how ignorant and dumb it was, you know what I'm saying? It all comes with learning and growing. But a lot of y'all are refusing. Y'all are literally refusing to miss the point because it's it's comfortable you know being in the patriarchy it's it's comfortable you know living in the matrix you're scared to go outside of what it is that you think because what you currently think is all you know and anything outside of that you've been taught that it's wrong so you're scared to go beyond that you're scared to question certain things have y'all ever wondered why when it comes to religion when it comes to when it comes to a lot of things in this society we have been taught not to question not to question anything don't no, no, no. you don't question god you know what well i feel like god wouldn't you know like he knows like he made me he made me so he knows the curious cat that i am he knows and i think my ancestors they've been sending me clues since I was, since I was a kid, since I, you know what I'm saying? Since I was jit, they've been sending me clues and stuff. It's like, she coming, she coming, she coming. Then by the time when I was in college, that's when I really started getting into, 
you know, trying to trying to regain a relationship with God because I felt like I had lost it for so long because I was so lost in, you know, being depressed and, and, and anxious. And I was like, I need to, I thought going back to church would be the answer, but I, I didn't just, I just didn't feel that connection. And now, like I said, even though I need to get up on, you know, like my spiritual practices and things, but even though, even though I don't always like my candles and stuff, I still do spiritual practices. I still meditate. I still, I did yoga this morning. I still like, like just thinking, literally thinking these positive things, training myself that whenever a negative thought, especially when a, ne a negative thought comes into my head about me, I immediately stop it. Like as soon as I start, oh, I'm not, yeah. And then I try to go back and and rephrase it with a positive thought, with something. You know what I'm saying? Because the same way we can feed ourselves bullshit and believe that we're not worthy of something, you can turn around and feed yourself that same amount of energy, but it can be positive. You know? And quit trying to humble yourself. Like a lot of the times I used to be that girl too. Like I would try to beat other people to the punch, which is why I used to make fun of myself all the time. Stop trying to beat other people to the punch. Damn them. Don't nobody give a damn. Stop trying to humble yourself and stop thinking lower of yourself or thinking less of yourself because you don't want other people thinking that you're arrogant or cocky. Who gives a damn? Who cares if they think that you're arrogant or cocky? You're supposed to love yourself. You're supposed to think you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. You're not supposed to think that you're better than other people, but you are supposed to think highly of yourself because you are gods and goddesses. You're supposed to feel good about yourself. It's nothing wrong with feeling good about yourself. It's not okay to walk around feeling like you ain't shit all day. Like, that's not okay. It's not good. It lowers your vibration and frequency and it causes all these little vibrational things and beings to have access to you. You know what I've also noticed? I am in my I am in my isolation season where literally I don't really have any friends, um, except for ones that I communicate with online. Um I'm just I'm not dating. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just me, but this time I have been isolated. Because, like I said, God is taking things out of my life so that my outside can now start matching my inside. Like, pretty soon I'm going to look around me and I'm going to have my whole soul tribe around me. People that are like-minded, people that are blessed and fortunate human beings, people that love me and that love themselves. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people that can pour into me and I can pour into them. You know, people that I don't have to question. I don't have to question their loyalty. Like, we all, we all are so in tune with ourselves and our intuition that we know, like, this is the friendship for me. This is the relationship for me. Like, I know you are a part of my tribe. Like, I know this. Like, that's how I know when I, whenever I do come across, you know, the person that I was meant to be with, I, it's like, I know that I'll know that that's the person. I'm not going to say that I'll know as soon as I see them, but interacting with them and being around them, I think I'll just know. Like, yeah, you're supposed to be mine, boo. So stop playing and just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what I was about, yeah, my season of isolation, right? So... 
during this time I do still have moments sometimes I have moments where I get I wouldn't even say lonely because I don't really get lonely anymore like I just I just try to fill my time with other things like whether it's work whether it's being a mama to my daughter obviously spending time with my baby hell spending time with other family members um, like when I first lost my job a couple days after I was just like I woke up that morning and I kind of felt myself getting ready to get in my head and I said you know what I need to get out the house even for a couple hours like I need to do something so I went we went to my dad's house and we ended up spending like the whole day over there and I needed that because I didn't want to spend if I would have stayed here if I would have stayed home I would have probably been in my head the whole day and it just wouldn't have been good it wouldn't have been good but yeah baby you know if you're in your period of isolation it's like oh my gosh I don't have no friends I don't have no learn how to love and, and be that friend within you understand that sometimes God has to isolate he got to take those things away from you that you cannot take with you to your next stage in life you can't take everything and everybody with you in every stage. Everybody ain't meant to go with you. I know a lot of people, a lot of my relationships that fell off, it fell off for a reason. Whether I wanted it to or not, it fell off because I can't take them with me. I probably knew that when I, you know, was first interacted with them. And I, I was like, yeah, I can't, you know, when I get famous and I get like, let's just be honest. Because I've been talking about this since I was a kid. Okay, baby, you can go ask my mother. I know, I even knew in high school, like I can't be friends with certain people because once I become who I, I who I really am, I can't take these folks with me. They gonna drag me down. Some of them out of envy will try to stop certain things from happening because I've been in friendships where I could tell, like I never was that friend that assumed that people were jealous of me. I, I would feel weird trying to say like, oh, you, you hating on me, you jealous of me. But when I look back at it now and I think about the interactions we had, damn, why this shit done got so loud all of a sudden? Um, When I think about some of the interactions we had, the things that they would say to me, I would be like, that's literally what it was, like being jealous. And then also, they were seeing things in me that I wasn't seeing in myself. Because I would say, just like my mama, like my mama always said, I don't know why they would be jealous of me. I ain't got shit. I ain't got this. I ain't got that. A lot of the times, it's not about what you physically have. It's not about the material. It's about what you possess in here. See, people be jealous of the things that they can't buy. They can't buy your personality, baby. They can try to imitate it. They can try. It ain't gonna come off as good. More like the great value version. But what you have that they're envious of they can't really emulate they can't buy they can't you know what i'm saying as hard as they may want to even if they feel like they look better than you they just like i remember even going to parties going to fucking parties like people see like especially dudes for some reason like i just be jam i be partying like like dancing by myself like my friends would be there but i'm like dancing by myself you know what i'm saying just in my element having a good ass time 
and niggas seeing me just vibing and having a good time and not needing anybody else around me to validate me having fun and they just like like literally this happened to me all throughout college they'll just they'll either join with me and you know start dancing with me or they'll just be like oh that's my motherfucking partner that's my partner like i heard that so much throughout college like the black dudes they just see me having a good time just turning up you know and not even twerking i'm literally in there jumping around bopping dancing like a nigga i'm in there bopping with the niggas i'm in there standing on tables like i'm you know what i'm saying like <laughs> just you know what i'm saying just having a ball and people see that and they like i like that like i mess with that heavy and back then it's like i didn't understand it because i'm like why well, I, I ain't got the biggest booty i ain't you know the, the flyest girl in the room but all the time it ain't about being the flyest your personality your aura and everything it speaks for itself like my essence, just my being, my presence, it speaks for itself. Before I even open my mouth to say anything, it's speaking for itself. Like, you have to learn to get into the essence of you. Get into the essence of you and everything else will just start, they'll just start flowing like water, you know? Ooh, I wanna um I wanna get into like drawing and painting too. Like even though I suck at drawing, I really wanna go to the dollar store, which I'm going to. Um, I'm gonna get some more money, go to the dollar store, I'm gonna get me those little canvases, like the five I think they got three dollar canvases or five dollar canvases. I'm gonna give me some stuff and I'm just gonna mm-hmm. Get me a little a new little hobby going. New little hobby. Um also I'm so excited to be video recording, y'all. I don't know what to do with myself. I don't know what to do with myself. So, yeah, let me see. Dude, I wonder is it going to have a thumb? I think it is going to have a thumbnail. Please don't give me no ugly thumbnail. Let me. Okay. <laughs> I tried to smile. I'm like, I'm thinking about thumbnails and shit. And, ugh. Because I always, no matter how much I smile, honey, and this used to happen to me when I used to upload vlogs on YouTube, I used to have to like, um, you know, take my own thumbnail picture and put it on there. I was not good at editing the picture, so I would just take a cute picture of me smiling and put it as my thumbnail. Because anytime I would let the damn computer do it, no matter how much I smiled or had really great frames and angles, it always picked the most jacked up angle to post for the get drum thumbnail. And it made me mad. Every single time. Every single time. Goodness gracious. <sighs> but yeah. I love y'all so much. Thank you for rocking with me. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for, excuse me, for listening and now watching. Yes, ma'am. I want y'all to see this this evolution. I want y'all to see it because I'm starting out in my bedroom, in my place. You feel me? And then as y'all see, everything going to get more decorated. It's going to be beautiful. And then eventually, you're going to look up. You're going to get on Spotify. And I'm going to be in the studio. Yeah. I'm going to be in the studio. 
Yes, ma'am. So just 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 sit back and relax. Just relax, bitch. Relax your nerves. Okay. I kind of wanted to do like a little story time too. <laughs> oh goodness. Um the story time that I wanted to do, I wanted to talk about uh the time that uh what inspired this was another TikTok video. This girl had um said, what did she say? What's the the nastiest thing a friend ever done to you or or the the meanest thing or something like that but anyway child i should have stitched it and i if i run across that video again i don't know if i will though i don't even i don't know anyway i might just do a tiktok video for this too but i'm just gonna do a quick story time um about the time that a girl that i was really close with she had sex with the guy that i lost my virginity to crazy <clears throat> it ain't a laughing matter, but it's funny to me now because, like, I'm 29. That happened back when I was in high school. But basically, yeah, so me and this guy had started talking. We went to two different schools. He stayed down the street from my friends. They all went to school together. I went to a different school on the other side of town. And so, you know, I met him through them. I'm giving y'all the real short version because... The nook and cranny details really ain't that important. But anyway, long story short, me and him started talking. Eventually, yes, I gave him the cuda box, baby. Do I regret it? No. I made up in my mind before I even did it that whoever I did it with, I just wanted to make sure that I didn't regret it. I didn't want to regret who I lost my virginity to. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if we don't end up being in a relationship long term, I didn't want to regret it. And I didn't, and I still don't. I don't like the way things turned out afterwards, but I don't regret it. Because it all just, it just showed me a lot. And it, um... And it further helped propel me into like learning my worth and things like that because I didn't always learn my worth for a long time. Even once I got into my 20s, you know what I'm saying? It really wasn't until like my late 20s that I really started like, you know what? I know my worth now and I'm finna stand on it. Like I used to try to stand on it in the past, but depending on who it was, I would lift my foot up a little bit, take some of them toes up. Mm-mm, baby. I'm putting my whole, I'm putting both feet, 10 toes down and I'm not letting up. It is what it is. You don't like it? You see that door right there? Bye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. So, basically, we went through a period we was talking, and then during the summertime, we, like, stopped talking. It wasn't for no... It really wasn't for no reason at all. Like, we didn't get into it. We didn't have nothing crazy happen. We just kind of stopped talking. And then when school came back in that year now during the time that we wasn't talking that was the time that them two them two got the scissor boxing okay and i say scissor boxing but i ain't gonna put that man business out there like that but anyway <laughs> that was during the time that you know them two had slept together so literally when school came back in or whatever eventually me and him started back talking um didn't really last that long because i just when i was in high school i was very much okay with talking to multiple people but i wasn't 
sleeping with everybody. Like, I wasn't even messing with everybody. I was really just texting folks. I was texting a bunch of different guys. They would send me dick pics and shit all the time, but I I wasn't into it. was only a select few that got any type of, you know, nudies out of me. Very selective, very selective. I was very, and then I was also very shy and, um, scary too. I ain't wanna, I ain't want all my stuff out there like that. I ain't want my business out there. So, so yeah, but then like literally that following year, so school has started back, school started back like in August, that next year around, we was taking graduation tests that week. So I remember this. So I was like in 11th grade at this point. Anyway, child. So they tried to keep it a secret for as long as they could until dun, 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 he started running his mouth. He supposedly started feeling guilty because he was cool with her, her brother them and all that. So he started running his mouth. And so um, she decided to call me, I guess, to, to tell me because eventually it would get out to me. So... She called me and she was beating around the bush. I knew it was something serious when she kept beating around the bush, girl. I don't even know how long we was on the phone before it even came out. And then it wasn't even her that directly said it. It was her cousin that said it because she kept beating around the bush. And I kept saying, like, girl, say what you need to say. Like, it's getting late. I got to go to bed. I got a test in the morning. She was like, oh, well, I can just talk to you about it this weekend. No, bitch. You called me to talk to me about this. So let's talk. Let's talk. Say what you got to say. Because I, come on now. I ain't with the foolery. Say what you got to say. So, um, you know, it came out. I ain't really know. I got quiet initially. And she was like, I think it, it scared her. Like, she didn't know how to take my silence. So, it was like, mm. Like, what's wrong? Like, what? You you know what I'm saying? Like, what you gonna say? You ain't got nothing to say. I'm like, what you want me to say? You tell me what you want me to say so I can repeat it back to you. That's exactly what I said. Tell me what you want me to say so I can repeat it back to you. She was like, oh, I did, you know, I just, it, you know, it ain't about him and me and you. You know, we're friends. What she said, we was family and not girl. Just all that bullshit. You wanted me to basically say bros over hoes type shit. But I wasn't on that because if you was really thinking like that, you would never did this shit to begin with. You feel me? You feel me? And then I was on that like, I would never do this to you. Ever. Regardless of how the nigga look, if he tried me, if he didn't try me, if I always... Like, I, I'm, I just ain't built like that. You know what I'm saying? I know it ain't a lot of people out here that's like me. But... And I done made my mistakes too, but... Good God. Come on, girl. So, I was like, whatever. I was upset, but I didn't really know. I didn't really know what to say. I didn't really know how to express. Because I was like, he's technically not my boyfriend. Like, me and him wasn't even really talking at the time that she told me. But I did cuss his ass out via text message. So, that was it for that, for me and him. And, um girl and then eventually i tried to continue being cool with her because our parents were cool with each other and it was really weird and awkward because whenever i went you know to their house afterwards it was real awkward girl real awkward and i'm like and i already know 
that our parents like they they gonna sense the tension they gonna see like something is off and i'm like i don't want to have to say like what's off because then my mama gonna know i'm having sex like what? it was just it was a whole thing girl it was crazy it was crazy but eventually it all came out and um you know i didn't get in trouble or nothing but it was just it was crazy and I don't, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. Child, it happened. I don't feel no type of way. Um, My feelings was hurt. most More so because of... It's not the fact that he slept with another girl. It was the girl that he slept with. And then the fact that I had to keep looking in your face afterwards. And even after we became cool, like I knew that I could... I couldn't trust her again after that. So our friendship, it was never the same after that. Never the same. And it kind of made... I was in the lower vibration, okay? And I'm a Taurus. And we know how to cut a bitch with our words. So when we used to like... Y'all know how y'all play, like play argue and shit with your friends, family. You know, baby. It went from playing to I was dead ass serious. I'm talking about I was talking to this girl any kind of way i didn't give a fuck and i knew she wasn't gonna try to fight me on no shit and if she ever did i didn't give a fuck girl i'm right you're wrong i don't care <laughs> so yeah that's that's um that's the story time on that that's what happened with that um i don't think i have like a whole lot of juicy story times that i could just get on here and tell y'all if i can think of some i'll definitely tell y'all um but yeah, that was it. Let me know about a time where a friend betrayed you. Like, what did they do and how did you handle it? And if something like that were to happen to you now, how do you think you would handle it? That's what I want to know. Um, first of all, yeah, and he wasn't my boyfriend. I think I told y'all that. So, I don't, I don't know... I don't even want to say if something like that was to happen to me now because I just, I was just, I'm done with him. Peace. Done with that. And, and I, and I've never been the type to fight over a dude, especially when that ain't mine. You ain't mine, nigga. I ain't fighting over you. I ain't doing none of that. I ain't never been that type. I just ain't like, I'd rather leave you because this is my thing. You're going to be more hurt by my absence than you will by me reacting to the situation. You know, me going off, me being explosive, you know, that will only give me a temporary satisfaction. But what's going to give me that long-term satisfaction is knowing that you'll never have access to me again. You'll never be able to get a whiff of my my wind, my butt wind that passes by. You know what I'm saying? You know that leftover wind when somebody walk past you? you? You won't even be able to get that, buddy. Can't get none of that shit. You can't get nothing from me anymore. Not a conversation, not a hello. My absence, that's going to be the kicker. That's going to be the one because I know who I am, especially now. I know who I am. I know that even if... You didn't value the friendship that I brought to the table. I know that I'm the type of person that makes impacts on people's lives. Like, even when I don't mean to, 
Even when I don't mean to, I make impacts on people. So with me being gone, you gonna feel that absence, baby. You gonna feel the wind coming out that empty seat. So yeah, know, know who you are. Know that you are impactful. Know that they're gonna be hurt. So don't don't waste your time or energy giving them the reaction that they want because sometimes people also do you know the things that they do to you they try to get a reaction out of you don't give it to them don't give it to them baby you live your life you let them see you be happy you let them watch your ass as you bounce off to the next okay <laughs> all right y'all we gonna go ahead and get on up out of here i had so I, this video thing this is for me baby this is for me. I love this. I, I can't wait. I can't wait to come back. <sighs> I love y'all so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, make sure y'all follow me on social media. It's GG underscore Neil on Snapchat and Instagram. On TikTok, it is just GG Neil together. No underscore. Um, for all business inquiries, um, if you want promo, I do paid promo. Um, you can hit me up at G O'Neal, that's G O N E A L 271 at gmail.com. I will see y'all in the next one. Bye.